This episode is brought to you in part by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like The Guest List by Lucy Foley. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Crisis brewing in the ICU. In another three to five weeks, we could run out if we keep at this kind of pace. Twitter hacked. A lot of high-profile accounts have been compromised. Trump campaign shakeup. His re-election campaign manager is out. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. 41 states report coronavirus cases on the rise. 66,000 cases nationwide yesterday. A record number of hospitalizations has doctors in some hard-hit areas worried about space in intensive care units. Our CBS News team coverage begins with national correspondent David Begno. Which beds can we turn into COVID beds? That's Dr. Nicholas Namayas, president of medical staff here at Jackson Health System in Miami. He says it may be too late to avoid bed shortages. We have gridlock and we won't be able to take patients in. They'll just be stacking in the ERs. You can't let your guard down, not even one time. It takes that one slip up. Michelle Zimit says she, her husband, John Place, and their four children all tested positive for coronavirus. She says her 21-year-old son likely brought the virus home after getting together with some friends who were lax about wearing masks. Her husband, John, is now on a ventilator. I know your 21-year-old son feels a lot of guilt. We all love him. It's not that we're blaming him. We could have caught it anywhere. His dad could have got it anywhere else. This is Janet Shamlian in Texas, where Mary Strickland has been teaching middle school 22 years. You're the nicest teacher in the building. But the sign outside her Fort Worth home describes how the 53-year-old feels about going back, terrified. I'm very concerned about my health, about my life. And that's why my husband and I decided to write our wills. Health officials suggest the new daily infection rate should be 5% or lower to reopen. Of the nation's 10 largest school systems, only New York and Chicago meet that threshold. The number offering online only is growing. Oakland, Atlanta, Nashville, joining Los Angeles and San Diego. And yet governors of some states, including Florida, insist on a full reopening. I'm Peter King in Orlando. Florida has passed the 300,000 case mark, more than a third of those in the past two weeks. Testing is being stepped up here, but there are new questions about test results after the health department said there have been mistakes. Governor Ron DeSantis. There were a number of labs who were just simply doing kind of what the default is, which is sending the positives only without sending the negatives. DeSantis says he doesn't think they were intentionally doing anything wrong. South Carolina has also become a COVID-19 hotspot. CBS's Mark Strassman is in Charleston. Blaze and David Jorgensen and their family left another hotspot, Phoenix, to vacation in Charleston. Why would I be scared of it? It's like the flu. You know, everyone's going to get infected. Everyone's got it. You know, we're humans. You know, we live through this stuff. That's what our bodies are designed to do. Epidemiologists disagree. By city ordinance in downtown Charleston, masking is not a choice. It's mandatory for anyone over the age of nine. 
The city just doubled fines for violators, $100 for the first offense. Most people we saw wore one, not Melissa Dickinson from Southern Illinois. We forgot them. <laughs> yeah. But you feel okay about it? Um, yeah, I mean, when we pass too close to people, we just try not to breathe. <laughs> Georgia's Republican governor has banned cities and towns from imposing local orders to wear masks. Alabama has ordered them worn in public. Masks will be required at Walmart and Sam's Club stores starting next week all over the country. In California, the 2021 Rose Parade has been canceled. In Washington, President Trump appeared to try to distance himself from criticism others in his administration have aimed at the nation's top virus expert, Dr. Anthony Fauci. Fauci spoke with The Atlantic. I cannot figure out in my wildest dreams why they would want to do that. But, I mean, I think they realize now that that was not a prudent thing to do. Fauci was later pictured at a White House virus task force meeting. Well, there it was on Twitter yesterday, famous people making a Bitcoin pitch. Verified accounts with millions of followers. CBS's Steve Futterman. It's a hack impacting a lot of big names. It is extremely rare to see this many high-profile accounts compromised at the same time. CNET's Ian Schur. We're talking about Elon Musk. We're talking about Barack Obama. We're talking about Bill Gates. It may simply be a money scam. The hacked accounts all contain the same message. It is this tweet that encourages people to give money to a certain Bitcoin account. Some experts believe it's probable the hackers were able to get into Twitter's infrastructure. There's been a Trump campaign shakeup less than four months from Election Day. CBS News Chief Washington Correspondent Major Garrett. Brad Parscale, the little-known digital specialist who helped elect Donald Trump president and rose to become his re-election campaign manager, is out. The victim of the president's displeasure with falling poll numbers and Parscale's own hands-off approach to day-to-day management. Former White House political director Bill Stepien will take over as campaign manager. Stepien is not regarded as a forceful leader or one who commands Trump's respect, but he knows all current Trump campaign figures and has close ties to those who helped elect Mr. Trump the first time. 87-year-old Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg will work from home for a while. She's back there now after a brief hospital stay for treatment of a possible infection. American Airlines says about 25,000 workers could lose their jobs by October because of the toll the pandemic is taking on air travel. Transportation correspondent Chris Van Cleve. The airline is offering early retirement programs and exit packages with the goal of reducing the number of necessary layoffs or furloughs so it may not reach that 25,000 number. But among those getting the notices are nearly 10,000 flight attendants. That's more than a third of Americans' cabin crew. After four days of firefighting, the blaze on a Navy ship in San Diego is now 85% contained. It's thought the flames will not reach oil tanks on board. The ship's been docked there since 2018, undergoing a $250 million upgrade. NASCAR let fans in to watch an all-star race last night in Bristol, Tennessee. About 20,000 showed up, the largest sports crowd in the U.S. since last winter. Everyone has signs here to make sure that you're social distancing, you have your masks on, so I think everyone's doing a good job of that. A small plane flew a Confederate flag banner overhead. Those symbols are now banned at NASCAR events. Need evidence that masks work to help contain the coronavirus? Well, CBS's Vicki Barker says it can be found in the country with one of the lowest COVID-19 death rates. 
Tokyo, Japan. No chanting against face masks here. Everyone is wearing one to protect their fellow citizens. I don't think it's acceptable not to wear a mask. American expat James Whitlow Delano says the Japanese just seem more civic-minded than Americans. Individualism is great. It's baked into who I am. But this is a time to set that aside for other people. The U.S. COVID death rate is 400 deaths per million residents. Japan's is seven per million, achieved without lockdowns, but with masks. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. Also in Asia, China says its economy bounced back with growth in the second quarter of the year after a disastrous winter. That's the World News Roundup. I'm Steve Kaith and CBS News. Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.